never finna stop on anymore. Man, trip on my pants and my clothes. Man, finna get awesome. so it's long overdue. What you got planned for the rest of the day, my friends? Man, just just some hard training and then and then some solid work. You know, got to pay these bills until until the fight game pays them for me. Yes. So right now everything's kind of slowing down. Do you have a side job to uh, pay those bills right now? Absolutely. Yeah, I'm, I'm a bouncer over at a, a bar downtown um, in the Pearl District called uh, Two Wrongs. Cool, cool. It's funny thing. I've talked to a guy last time. I, he was a bouncer too. I don't know if that's something that runs in the fighter's blood or, or why they can defend themselves. It's, it's kind of cool. <laughs> it's, it's very common. It's it's a very common yeah. thing for fighters to pick up bouncing gigs because it, it kind of just fits right in with what you already do as far as, you know, managing people and stuff like that and being able to handle yourself. And, and most importantly, the hours work really good. You can train all day and then work in the evening time. For sure. I feel like they, the people that uh, are there at the bars, they can kind of test your patience. And it's kind of like training in itself. <laughs> mental training for yeah sure. for sure for, you gotta keep those sure. those patients it, it's hard to go an entire shift yeah at least once a shift or, or once a week someone's gonna push a button that you're gonna be tested <laughs> for sure so i asked the guy this last time but like what's what's like the extraordinary story that's happened to you at the bar i know there's bottles flying around and all that but what's something that went over the top over the top man yeah. you know there's there's over the top stuff every night. Um, I okay. think the most outrageous thing, really. Some some of the brawls you have to get into with with these groups of people are just are are unbelievable. And you know, I I think some of the the Royal Rumbles I've been involved in have just been. I mean, I've gone crashing through garage doors and windows. I I was uh, getting into kind of a tussle with the guy, and we went down a flight of stairs together. That wasn't fun. Um, I, I think that was the, the moment I really learned. I learned this funny lesson. This guy was just, I couldn't get him out of the, the bar. And so we were wrestling and I'm trying to just get him down and, and get him held down. And it was early um, when I first started uh, bouncing. I didn't really, yeah, I didn't really know quite too much about it. And so I yeah. found out that when you're going down the stairs, you should always ha- hang on to the railing. Okay. Yeah. I didn't hang on to the railing, so I ended up tumbling down a flight of stairs with the guy. Oh, and that, that one right there, that woke me up because we got to the bottom of those flight of stairs and it felt like I took about 10 headshots. Oh, boy. Almost, <laughs> as, almost as bad as fighting there. Yeah, it was up there. It was up there. It's the yeah. shots that you don't expect that, that really For hurt sure. the worst. And I did not expect to tumble down those stairs. <laughs> yeah. yeah, so you mentioned that. Uh, and wrestling and all that could we see raymond hill maybe at the end of his career going to the wwe if you got a, a solid contract 100 percent 100 they they make good money over there they're great promoters. Oh, for sure. it, it can only help your career to head over there mm-hmm. so we've seen you you've been out for about two years i believe it was what's been the hold up with your uh, mma career so far oh yeah absolutely it's been it's been a two-year layoff um in my pro debut, um, I had a successful pro debut. Um, got the first round TKO, but while I was doing it, I ended up breaking my left hand, um, and it was a really severe uh, a fracture. I fractured the first metatarsal, which is a is a big bone in the hands, the first uh, pointer finger bone, and okay. that ended up taking about two two and a half surgeries um, to get it all the way repaired. Um, those bones heal a lot different than other injuries I've had, and so you know I jumped in on it a little bit early. Um, had to had to take a step back after kind of re-injuring it a little bit. Um, and then just this whole time I've been just training, 
um, transferred camps, ended up making a move down to Portland from Eugene, um, joined American Top Team Portland. Um, you know, Art of War is where I, where I started, and the great gym, just wonderful guys. And so um, I, I made the move to get close to family and to, and to up the training. And um, so this whole time I've been just getting ready. And then right as I was getting ready to make my, uh, my return back, then COVID struck. I know, I know. I was booked to fight like May 9th, then COVID struck, and so I put a little bit more time on it, which honestly ended up just benefiting me completely to get more time, of course, yeah. and even more healing time on the hand. And so now we're we're 100% ready to go, in shape, on weight, you know, set the date. Yeah, I was gonna ask you, how's it doing right now? Is it like you said it was back to 100, but is it feeling like perfect, perfect? Yeah, um, I would say about probably about four or five months ago. Maybe maybe almost a little further than that. It's, it was still a little bit tender uh, mentally. It, it was mm-hmm. healed up then, but mentally it was still hard to um, just kind of cock back on that left hand. But you know, I got with my striking coach Robert Velarde um, and, and uh, uh, Fabiano Scherner, my my head coach, guys that all helped my mental my mental game come back from it. It takes a little bit for big injuries like that, and now I swing that thing with reckless abandonment. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, so not too long ago, you also mentioned you made that move to American Top Team uh, in Portland. I believe you moved with my friend Tobias, no? Absolutely. I, I actually <laughs> uh, left a little bit ahead of time for Tobias, just a little bit okay. before him. But, yeah, he's my best friend, um, a very close training partner. I, I I got so much love for him in and outside of, of fighting. And, then yeah, we're here together grinding out every day. <laughs> did you uh, meet that guy training or did you know him before that? No, met him training um, when I was down in Eugene um, over at Art of War, just a fantastic gym. Um, mm. I was in there, and, and this guy stumbles in one day, just this heavy set, kind of a little overconfident, honestly, for the amount of training he'd had at the time. And he just pretty much walked in the gym and was like, I'm going to fight in the UFC. You know, where do I start? And yeah. I'm like, nah, bro, you don't get that ass for first. about it. The, the first, I would say, couple weeks, maybe even month of our friendship was just him, him coming in the gym and us trying to just beat him out of coming back in the gym. And each time he kept coming back stronger and stronger. And, you know, his his strength was, was in grappling, you know, naturally a good wrestler, good grappler. And my strength was in striking, you know, good hands, good good range and, and timing. And so we kind of, from helping each other out, you know, me helping him with the striking, he helped me with my grappling, our friendship kind of blossomed from there. Yeah, so talk about your your friendship or your relationship. What's it like when you guys are going for those drives around? Are you guys like the the funny guys, the goofy guys? You guys get in trouble a lot or what? <laughs> no, we we definitely stay out of trouble. Um, oh, there you we, go. Feel, we feel responsible for each other's careers as well, so we definitely keep each other out of trouble. But man, we're some goofy laughing nerds, <laughs> man. We're we're sitting around talking nerd fighting all day, laughing, having a good time, and you know, I I, I think for the both of us, we really you know the the grind of fighting is so stressful you know work grind is so stressful that by the time we get to each other man we don't we don't have any stress left man it's time to laugh mm. yeah fair enough fair enough so there your, your friend tobias baker we all know about him now we've, we've actually had him on here not too long ago so now mm. we got you on we got the duos back on <laughs> yeah absolutely all right. all right so this weekend we have ufc vegas number four who you got in the main event of that poirier or hooker 
man, that's that a is, tough that's one. a tough main event. I think Hooker's got a lot of great momentum. I think he's uh, I think he's bringing um, um, some good range, some some great timing, and and just a lot of big wins. But I got to take my man Poirier, man. I got to go with the diamond on this one. He, I think, other than really the top two guys, I, I don't think there was really anybody else. Like Khabib stops him, of course, but <laughs> I feel like Poirier cleans up the rest, man. So I got to take my man the diamond on this one. It seems like Poirier's been the favorite for many guys. If Hooker gets the upset, where do you think that leaves him in the division? Man, you take down Poirier, that puts you right at number three. There's, you know, other than um, other than uh, the two guys that are getting ready to fight for the title, I don't I don't see who else is above you at that point. Because to me, Poirier, mm. he's been gatekeeper for a minute, and and even gatekeeper with a, another chance of a title shot. Not. Not that I think he can beat Khabib, but he keeps beating everybody else, then it doesn't leave you anywhere else to go. And do you see that being like a, a finish, uh, a full decision, or a whole one-sided match? What do you see? Well, that's a tough one. Um, I like Poirier's boxing, and I, and I think Poirier's going to be a little bit stronger. So mm. I'm expecting him to be able to... Uh, to be strong on the inside and to wear him out. But uh, Dan Hooker, as you see in his last fight, has got chin, has got heart, has got conditioning. So I think it's going to be a, a five-round um, decision. You know, I'm going to take Poirier for the decision. Awesome. So as we get to the end of this, I want to give you the opportunity to uh, thank anyone who's helped you in your career thus far. The floor is all yours, my man. Man, that is much appreciated. Um, I feel like in my martial arts journey, there's so many people I need to thank and so many names that I would have to cover because I haven't done any of this alone. You know, no part of this have I been able to do alone, and that was the most important thing for me to learn. Um, but first and foremost, I would thank my first coach, Jason Georgiana, um, Cobb Crew, and, and you know, Adam Fugit, a lot of big names and guys down over at that gym in Eugene that, that helped me get to where I'm at. Um, and then next, right now, most importantly, I would thank everybody from American Top Team, Fabiano Scherner, um, Brandon, um, you know, and, and all the guys over there, you know, from Eric, Austin, Ed Herman, that, you know, I've just taken so much time, Robert Velarde, all these guys right now that are helping me get to where I'm at. And, you know, of course, my little brother, Josh, man, he's my biggest support. So, you know, these are the people that I keep close around me and I'm just thankful to have them because I couldn't have got here without them. Awesome. So I appreciate the time. It was fun having you on today and uh, hopefully we'll be catching you on the podcast when you get that next fight news. Hey, man, absolutely. And then you know we're going to have to get on that Xbox and really get to it, man. Of course. Xbox? I got the PS4. Come on. (laughs) (laughs) You're an Xbox fan? You know, I got an Xbox right now, but, uh, you know, I'm I'm down for whatever. So a PS4 could be on the way too. All right, PS5. (laughs) Oh, PS5, you better be right. All right, we'll be talking soon, my man. Hey, sounds good, man. Appreciate the opportunity, man. Thank you.